Hello, and welcome to the rightcome.com podcast, where we help you to make money from your words. Each episode, we'll be sharing tips, tricks, and strategies you can use to make more money from your writing, publishing, and marketing to your fans and audience. Let's get started with your host, Barry J. McDonald. First, last, best, worst. Now, I want you to go ahead and grab a piece of paper whenever you get back to wherever you're going to, home or whatever, grab a piece of paper and write those four words. Do it like in a cross shape. If you want to do first at the top, last at the bottom, over on the left, um, best, and then maybe over to the right, worst. So you have these four words that are spaced, you know, equally apart from each other, and you have this space in the middle. Now what I want you to do is come up with a keyword or some word you can slot into that uh, grid. Now, you're probably wondering, why am I asking you to put those four words on a piece of paper? What the hell are we doing? Well, I'm here to tell you that when it comes to creating a daily email or maybe blog post or something like that, you know, the majority of us run out of ideas very soon. It's probably one reason people don't do daily emails is because, you know, it involves a lot of work of coming up with regular ideas for either daily email or the blog post whatever so they usually end up only sending maybe one email a week <laughs> like most, or even worse one a month or they write maybe uh, a weekly blog post rather than doing a daily one because they have lost they've lost the ability to come up with ideas so they don't know what to write about so i'm going to give this a free tool now this was something i had discovered or learned in an audiobook i've been listening to called story wordy which is something that I recommend everybody should listen to. It's an amazing um, book. And what it does is it helps you discover stories about yourself or ideas that you can talk about. Now he's on about, Matthew Dix, the author, talks about it from probably more of a presentation side where you're maybe presenting a story to an audience. But there's no reason why you can't do the same in an email. So as I said, I highly recommend that book. I have an, audio, um, an audible copy of it, or the audiobook, audio and I'm listening to it at the moment, it's really, really good. So he gave this tip on how to come up with story ideas, and that was to use those four words and to pick a keyword and put your keyword in the middle of it. So for example, I was just thinking about it last night as I was going through it, and I just picked something random like slipper. So if I've got slipper in the center of those four words, I have to try and think, When's the first time I ever saw a slipper? Have I got a memory of the first time I saw a slipper? And although I don't have a memory of the first time I saw a slipper, I do have a memory of my father. My father was a truck driver and one day we went to one of these burger stands that a lot of the truckers used to go to. Now I'd never had a burger before and <laughs> compared to nowadays, you know, most kids are probably have fallen out of the cart with a burger on their hands, but back in when I was younger, although it makes me sound like I'm 300 years old, but I never had a burger before. And, you know, to get a burger and to hang out with all the other truckers was an amazing uh, event for me. So, you know, I was walking up to the burger, standing with my father, and my father gave me this burger. And of course, you know, I thought I was the big man among all the other drivers here with my burger. And I sat down proudly and was eating it. And my father said to me, well, what do you think? And I said, oh, that's lovely, it's delicious. The next morning, however, that was a different story. I don't know what the hygiene was like in that burger van, but I remember standing, getting out of bed, slipping on my father's slippers, 
because at the time um, we lived in a rental home that didn't have a working toilet. You actually had to go outside the building to go to, it looked like one of those, um, you can imagine those kind of hillbilly uh, toilets are out kind of outside the house. Usually where the bear, or bear attacks or something like that or blows over in the wind and the person's left sitting on the toilet. We had one of those and um, so I was standing in the slippers, I put my dressing gown on, I was ready to go to the toilet, I think I needed to go. And then as you do, <laughs> you do a fart and instantly regret doing it. And whatever, as I said about the hygiene in that burger stand, before I knew it, I had filled my father's slippers with the burger from the day before. And it was in a runny form. So as you can imagine, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but here was me standing in a pair of slippers that were just filled with diarrhea. So. As I said, why did that idea come into my head? And it was come from that grid that uh, Matthew Dix had given us in that thing. That was the, f- that, that was, although I couldn't remember the first time I'd seen a pair of slippers, that was the first memory of a pair of slippers that I can remember. Now the last time I probably remember a pair of slippers is probably, probably before my father died. He, uh, as I said, he was a truck driver. He was driving for years and right up until the 70s, up until the day um, he actually had a heart attack and didn't realise it because he had diabetes at the time and he was continuing to drive. He wasn't feeling too well, but they found out later on then that he had a heart attack and he had a huge blockage in his heart. He was lucky to be alive. So, when I thought about the last time I'd seen a pair of slippers, the last time I'd seen a pair was probably when I'd gone to visit my father, who looked a lot frailer. You know, a couple of days before he looked normal to me, but after the surgery and everything he'd gone through. He just was a kind of a shell of a man, you know, that I looked up to. You know, when you're younger, your father seemed like someone who is this person who's always going to be there in your life. He's always the kind of the strong one if you never needed, you know, anything to be lifted or moved. So he was always there for you. But now I was looking at an old man who just seemed to just have life taken out of him. Now, it took him a while to recover from that surgery and thankfully he did come back. But he left us a few years later. But that was the last memory I have of a pair of slippers was visiting him in the hospital ward because I can't, I don't even know if people re- wear slippers anymore. You know, they're probably seen as something an old age pensioner wears. So flip-flops are probably the modern day, or runners are probably the modern day equivalent of slippers. But from that grid, I have my first memory of a pair of slippers and I have my last memory of a pair of slippers. And those are two stories that I could probably walk into an email. You know, I could do like I've done here as content for a video today. Now, if I look at maybe the worst pair of slippers I had, well then again, it'll probably bring me back to that memory of standing in two diarrhea-filled slippers. Or if I think of the best time I had a pair of slippers, it'll probably bring you back to probably an early morning where maybe Christmas morning, where, you know, sometimes, I think I remember I got a new pair of slippers for Christmas or something like that. You know, so you might have got new pyjamas, new dressing gown, and a pair of slippers, something like that. And, you know, that is probably another memory I have of slippers, is a good moment of waking up and putting all those, those brand new slippers on my feet and this warm, snug dressing gown that Santa Claus had delivered. And, uh, you know, that lovely feeling of a Christmassy feeling and the feeling of the warmth on my feet and the dressing gown around me. So that is another idea that I could use for a blog post, an email or something like that. And it's basically just from using that grid 
first, last, best, worst. Put your keyword or idea in the middle of it. Now, as I said, I never really thought about uh, the word slipper. It just had popped into my head. And I was just testing out to see, could I come up with four ideas, or even one idea at most, for that word. So, you know, have a, have a think about what you can put into it. You don't even necessarily have to give it much thought. Use it more as a kind of a game to get your brain thinking, because the majority of people, you know, as I said, when it comes to content creation, it's monkey see, monkey do. It's copy out what everybody else is doing. And because of that, you don't stand out. You're just another kind of copycat. So create some unique content with memories of you or, you know, put yourself more into that content because somebody can copy, you know, a blog post like 10 ways to burn fat, but they can't copy a blog post of your life um, experience or whatever that's in that, unless they directly just kind of copy and use that, you know, article directly. There's no way they can copy you or your life story or whatever it is that you are putting into your content. So. If you are struggling for maybe ideas for emails or blog posts or something like that, use that simple tool. Again, I'm giving Matthew Dix full credit for it. It's an amazing tool to use. And you'll surprise yourself with some of the memories that you come up with. You know, I never really thought much about... The first one that had come to my mind was the slippers, was the was the, the diarrhea ones. And it was only when I gave it more thought, I remember that the last time I'd seen a pair of slippers was my father's in the hospital ward. And again, Christmas time, that was another one that... That's way, way back in my memory that I haven't given much thought to. But by using this tool, it's very, very easy to just bring all that content, you know, that's in the back of your head into your daily, um, as I said, emails, blog posts, whatever you need to do it for, or even just videos like I'm doing here. So give it a go and let me know how you get on. Now, if you'd like to know more about me, you can send an email to barryjmcdonald at gmail.com or if you want to find out what kind of videos I'm posting today or all the products we do over on the right come site which is all content creation and you know self-publishing if you come to w-r-i-t-e-c-o-m-e.com you'll find all my content over there so as always thanks for sharing your time with me again today and take care and have a great day bye bye Thanks for joining us today. If you'd like more from the rightcome.com podcast, be sure to subscribe now for more tips, tricks, and ideas you can use to make more money from your words. See you in the next episode.